This is the 392nd episode of the Bowtie Chronicles podcast, the podcast from the Atlanta Journal-Constitution that gives you everything you need to know about the Atlanta Falcons. I'm D. Orlando Ledbetter, the Falcons beat writer for the AJC. The title of today's show is How the Falcons Free Agency Pieces Fit. We're going to hear from some of the new players and cornerback A.J. Terrell and cornerback Casey Hayward on the secondary's new big addition. If you are listening to us for the first time, please make sure to follow the show on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is the Bowtie Chronicles from the Atlanta Journal-Constitution. Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. One of the Falcons' big pickups was defensive tackle David Onyemata. Here he is on why guys like playing for new defensive coordinator Ryan Nielsen. Uh, the numbers, you know, the numbers speak for itself. You know, like if you go check on his resume, you could, you could, you, 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 you see, you see that, and, and I feel like for players like Caden as well, you know, just get getting the opportunity to still get to learn from such a such a coach and such a person. That I think that that helps in the long term. That helps in the long term of a person's career and it just helps in getting your game game way better. Cause I as a player, I'm still learning. I've been with him for six years. I'm still learning things, you know, like we're still evolving. So that's 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 it. Ayumada comes over from the Saints and he discusses on what it's going to be like getting to play alongside Grady Jarrett and not having to go up against Falcons guard Chris Lindstrom. Uh, it's 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 great, you know, a play a player like Grady and uh, and such such the, the 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 career he's put together to this day, you know, like it, it, that that speaks for itself and uh, Chris as well. I got to play him a couple times, played him last year, and you, you just tell like he's a player who's you know, over the years got better and just and, and just been 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 playing at a high level, you know. Like last year the season he put together, he 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 he, he locked it down. You know, so that 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 getting a practice with them guys, a practice against Chris and uh, on a daily, that that I think that that would be great as well. All right. Those guys have battled in the trenches and he uh remembers those battles. Let's go on to Jesse Bates, the safety who's coming over from the Cincinnati Bengals. Uh, he was heavily recruited by former by his teammate, future teammates, AJ Terrell, Casey Hayward, and Kyle Pitts. They're all represented uh, by one of the agents, uh, David Mulligetta. And uh, here's what Jesse Bates had to say: If his new teammates 
uh, recruited him a few weeks ago. Yeah, you can you can say something like that. Uh, I think AJ um, and Kyle and you know Casey did a really good job of recruiting me. Um, <laughs> uh, I thought that uh, just getting around those guys, just getting around the city. Um, you know, obviously we got the same agent as well. Um, so just getting around those guys um, and you know hearing asking some questions about um, the team and um about the city and stuff like that and just like i said catching up we got the same agent um so it's always love um from that instance as well well all right jesse bates um you know he was a free safety for the Bengals, developed there came out of wake forest uh you know uh, you could watch his video see him making his way to the ball from sideline to sideline see him dropping down and putting up putting hits on running backs uh all the things that uh you know, really helps the back end of the defense. Uh, here's what Jesse had to say on how the Falcons will use him defensively. I think uh, at, you know, freshly just turned 26, um, being able to have the experience that I have um, to be able to elevate um, the room. I think we already have some really good players in that room. Um, but like I said, I remember when I was going into my year three, just out there playing football, playing some good football, but there's always another level that you can tap into. Um, and hopefully I'll be able to um, bring that out of Richie, you know, AJ and those guys, and um, they'll do the same for me. So, uh, like I said, it's, you know, very exciting to be here. And I think that my role is going to be a leader, um, someone that has experienced postseason, has experienced the bad, has experienced the good. So I've, I've had a little bit of it all. Um, at, you know, just five years into it at 26 years old, I'll have a lot of, um, you know, wisdom and, uh, stuff to talk about to the guys in the locker room. No question about it. Uh, one of the, you know, takeaways from the free agency period was that the Falcons were trying to, what I call add a backbone to this defense. They added right up the middle of the defense with, uh, Oyamata up front, Caden Ellis at the linebacker. And then uh, Jesse Bates at the safety spot. You want to be strong right up the middle. All you had was Grady Jarrett. Uh, Rashad Evans hasn't been re-signed yet. Troy Edwards is there. You got to have somebody with him. Caden uh, has moved around and uh, done, uh, you know, a lot of different things for uh, Coach Nielsen. So, but you got to have a backbone. You got to be able to control that middle of the field. And uh, that's what they were doing in free agency here so we wanted to know uh from jesse bates on what it meant to be coming in with david and Caden. yeah i think it looks really good um you know the guys that come in the new guys usually get a lot of attention but um i think you look at um what's already here um and being able to add on pieces and pieces that you know complement each other um it's going to be really fun to do. Uh, like I said, I haven't been able to play with Caden or David, but um, one thing Caden did say he loved playing behind David. He loved playing be yeah, behind David and um, being able to line up against him and, and with them um, is something that I think is pretty, pretty cool once you hear it from, you know, peers, um, from player to player instead of, you know, coaches can tell you, you know, this guy's a great guy. But once you hear it from, you know, the guys that you go to war with every Sunday, um, in between those lines, I think it holds um, a lot of weight for sure. Yeah, no doubt. Uh, Caden Ellis, um, son of Luther Ellis, former first-round pick, 
He was interesting. It was getting a, uh, it was uh, good getting to know a little bit more about him. He played defensive end because uh, he had high, high pass rush numbers for a linebacker. And I was like, hey, where's this coming from? Uh, he had seven sacks and uh, ten quarterback hits. And, uh, you know, he was Pete Warner and Demarius Davis's backup at the Mike and the Will. But because he played defensive end in, in uh, college at Idaho, he knows how to rush the passer. So, you know, they he said we would scramble up. You know, we might have – I might be in the A-gap. I might be in the B-gap. might be at defensive end. But, you know, um, Coach Ryan Nelson mixed it up, him and Coach Dennis Allen, with their third down package. Clearly – you know, benefited him to you know to get him free. So um, you know, uh, he's got some pass rush to him that you really would not suspect from the linebacker spot. So looks like probably more a Will than a Mike to me. But uh, we'll see how uh, Coach Nielsen tries to use him. Here's Caden Ellis on the free agent process and joining the Falcons. Honestly, the tampering you know tampering period started on Monday and it uh. You know, kind of actually started kind of kind of slow. <laughs> my uh, my agent didn't give us a call for a while, and then come to find out, it was just because he was on the phone all day, so we weren't able to talk for a while. And um, then all of a sudden, he he basically told us um, how Atlanta came out and um, how, in his opinion, it was the the spot for us to go. Um, and that was already where kind of I wanted to go, so I, I was I was excited as soon as uh, as soon as the the deal and the time frame and um, just everything came together. I was, I was really excited. Yep. And uh, Ellis, uh, you know, we wanted to know kind of obvious question, but we had to ask it uh, on if Ryan Nelson was a factor in him coming to Atlanta. Yes, it was a factor. You know, uh, scheme was big for me because of uh, um, the versatility I've put on tape. Um, I didn't really want to go somewhere where I'd be put into a box where I, where I don't get to do the, the multiple things that I think allow me to impact the game in a, a more dominant way. So um, knowing that I was going to get to go with Coach Nielsen and knowing um, how he has coached defense, how he has coached me personally also um, these last four years uh, was a was a huge factor in, in the fact that, you know, as long as the, the contract worked out and as long as um, Atlanta showed that they were serious about pursuing me, uh, that I would be very excited to go and, and to pair up with him again. Right. And Ellis's production, uh, you know, was uh, one of the things that jumped off the stat. He didn't start his first three years. He was hurt early on, overcame that, stayed ready. And last year when Pete Warner went down, he got a shot. Uh, so one year starter for the most part. But here is Caden uh, Ellis on if his production came mostly from DN or linebacker. DA and, and Nielsen and you know the way they over there put put together a third down package was um unique in that we all kind of got up on the line you know three linemen two linebackers sometimes uh you know two DBs at the same time all of us up there and at the end of the day the defense didn't know where we were going to line or the offense didn't know where we were going to line up that week how we were going to line up and it changed play by play so you know what some of the snaps may have logged me in defensive end some of them I may have been at a linebacker mugged up in the B gap um, a few hours probably off ball. So uh, at the end of the day, it kind of came from multiple positions. Um, that's one of the things that, you know, I liked about um, Coach Nielsen is, is how he has that history and his background and um, how he helped put together the third down plan over there and, um, you know, kind of orchestrate a lot of that. So I, I was excited to follow him and, and work with him in this. Yeah, uh, no doubt. Caden Ellis, uh, integral part of this free agency class. 
Uh, we do have uh, the Q&As from uh, all of their full interviews on AJC.com, so you can go read more about Jesse Bates, Caden Ellis, Tyler Heineke, and then Mikey Hughes, who was signed yesterday. The DA he refers to there uh, at the start was Dennis Allen. He was uh, uh, the head coach of the uh, Saints and their defensive coordinator until he took over for Sean Payton as the head coach. So DA is Dennis Allen, former uh Dan Reeves' assistant, dad, former Atlanta Falcon. So let's move on to quarterback Taylor Heineke. We discussed with him on the free agent process and signing with the Falcons. Yeah, so this whole process has been very new to me. Uh, this is the first time I was really a, a free agent where I can kind of explore my options. Um, so it's been a very roller coaster process you know there's lots of ups and downs and atlanta said they were interested from the beginning i uh, didn't know how much how interested they were but um there was some interest there and um honestly i was about to sign back with washington about two or three days ago and atlanta comes in with a with a better offer and, and i sat back and thought about it and you know my family's from around here i'm from around here um you know my little nephew's gonna be able to come see me at training camp and and go to the game so you know that was, that was a big part of it and I'm just happy to be home and, and, and uh, you know, do that for my family. Yep, Taylor uh, played at Collins Hills High, Collins Hill High, uh, out in Gwinnett. His dad's from Wisconsin. He grew up as a big uh, Green Bay Packer fan. Uh, thusly, he wore number four. He won't get number four here in Atlanta. Uh, that's Ritter's number. But uh, my guys, I was dropping the car off today, and, you know, they know me, and they were like, hey, you know, how's it going? How are they doing in free agency? I said, I think you're doing pretty good. And uh, one of the uh, gentlemen was sitting there waiting. He's like, hey, they, the backup's better than the starter. <laughs> I was like, okay. Uh, so it's like I was like, oh, Taylor, huh, you like him? He's like, yeah, the one that came over from the commander. So <laughs> there's already he's already got some fans out in the, in the ATL. But here is uh, Taylor Heineke. And one of his first starts uh, in the NFL was against the um, Falcons with the Panthers. I don't know. That was a tough game because I remember Grady Jarrett. <laughs> he sacked me early in the first half, and I uh, tried to brace myself and ended up tearing my tricep. And, uh, you know, I thought that might have been my last game I ever played. So I remember just hounding the trainer saying, hey, give me everything you got. Put a brace on my arm. I'm getting back out there and playing. And um yeah the stats might look all right but also through three picks and we got beat so um that was that was a tough day all right I, he threw for 300 yards i was trying to give him some credit but he wasn't taking it on that one um uh, i mean after that game i was like oh he can play i knew beforehand of, of the 730 yard game uh that he threw at old dominion uh against new hampshire one of my uh buddy's son played cornerback that day and uh he uh you know, it's like, hey, yeah, this guy's legit. And turns out little Steve was right. Stevie Timms from New Hampshire, currently coaching up at Georgetown in D.C. Now, here is uh, Tyler on um, growing up as a Brett Favre fan. So, yeah, my dad was born in Wisconsin. So when I was born, I was automatically a cheesehead and grew up watching Brett Favre. And that's how I fell in love with the game. Um, he had a lot of fun out there and lots of passion for the game. Um that's what made me fall in love with it. So I've been trying to emulate him my whole life. Um, and, yeah, you know, my, my mom, my sister, they're all going to be Falcons fans. And uh, it, it's a very special moment. All right. We're looking forward to uh, meeting him in person. Uh, 
big uh, following in D.C., lots of uh, good things that uh, folks have had to say about Taylor Heineke, and uh, we'll look forward to meeting him and uh, see how he does here with the Atlanta Falcons. So right now we're going to take a break. This is the Bowtie Chronicles from the Atlanta Journal-Constitution. Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome back to the Bowtie Chronicles podcast from the Atlanta Journal-Constitution. I want to take this time again to thank everyone who subscribes to the AJC and AJC.com. It's what makes all of this possible. Now, if you haven't joined our community yet, we have a special deal available right now for listeners to this podcast. You can get unlimited digital access to everything the AJC has to offer for the next six months. For just 99 cents. That's all of our stories on AJC.com, our terrific e-paper, and all of our newsletters, including Bradley's Buzz from legendary columnist Mark Bradley. That's just 99 cents for the next six months. So to take advantage of this offer, go to subscribe.ajc.com backslash podcast. Once again, that's subscribe.ajc.com backslash podcast. So you will always know what's really going on. All right, now over the weekend, we were able to get out to the AJ Terrell Relays. Had over a thousand kids uh, running at Westlake High. And uh, you, one of them was uh, Dwight Phillips Jr., the Olympian son, he man, he blew out the hundred and ten point two nines in a win eight at ten point two nine. Just pulled away, uh, Georgia signee running back. Uh, we got to chat with him. It's a um, a video up on AJC.com of Phillips. Uh, he's a very humble young kid, junior at Pebble Brook High, uh, uh, committed to the uh, Bulldogs. Uh, AJ was like, he was just a junior. We can flip him. <laughs> so I don't know if the Clemson people were, were going after um, little Dwight. But, uh, you know, we talked to AJ, and, and we talked about his track meet, and uh, but wanted to know how Jesse Bates fits in the secondary. And, and then we also uh, caught up with Casey Hayward, who's there. He's recovering from his pectoral muscle surgery. Expects to be ready to go uh, by our OTAs and definitely by – he said camp. I didn't know if he meant mini camp or training camp, so I kind of left it vague. And then Javante Moffat, one of my favorite locker room guys, 
Uh, he uh, played at Middle Tennessee State behind Kevin Bayer, spent some time with him in Tennessee. He's a kid to watch that might, you know, have a breakthrough, uh, you know, uh, uh, on the roster. He was up for a couple games last year, three games, and then uh, uh, had a calf injury late. So let's hear from um, A.J., Casey, and Moffitt uh, from the A.J. Terrell Relays. What do you got to say about the thousand kids out here at the track meet? Uh, A.J. Terrell Relays. Yeah, you know, it's a big meet. Um, just something that, you know, like I said, just giving back any way possible, showing face. And I'm just happy that uh, it's a different setting, not just with football, but also with track. Um, also just, uh, you know, just, just thankful. And uh, it's, it's a big event. I'm just happy to be here. And uh, what are some of the, what are you hoping some of the takeaways are for the student athletes today? I saw the, uh one kid from uh, yep. from Pebblebrook uh, uh, that's yep. going to Georgia. He was yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I just I just found out about that. You know, he uh, Campbell. I think he a junior. I think yeah. he a junior. Yeah, but yeah, uh, White Phillips. Yep, yep, yep. Um, it's big. You know, I advise. You know, definitely all athletes all athletes. It ain't got to be a football athlete, just all athletes in general to, you know, to run track and keep their endurance and everything uh, the right way. And I f feel like for me to, you know, have my own uh, track event and I'm not a, mm -hmm. a, 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 you know, a pro athlete in track, mm -hmm. I'm in, um, in football instead. It just goes to show that, you know, track opens, you know, a lot of doors and and make sure that you keep your endurance, your speed, and everything intact for the combine. For on the big stage, you you know you won't be a, a, a rookie to learning how to run. You'll you'll be a pro, so you'll be ready. Hey, and um, I talked to Jesse the other day. He said y'all did a good job recruiting. Yep. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, we definitely real happy to have Jesse on board, and uh, you know, can't wait to see what come with it. Um, I know he, you know, had a good running with the Cincinnati and uh, just happy he gonna be gonna be with me in the A now so uh, can't wait to get to work with him. Yeah and um, just any thoughts on uh, the new defensive coordinator I know um, and uh, you know, how y'all look I guess that'll get going here a little bit later. Yeah on. I'm, I'm behind 100% what we got going on and I'm just ready to ready to get to work ready to get in the playbook and uh, go out and practice and you know put things in motion. How does uh, Jesse make you all better? All around, you know, just he got, you know, got got all the accolades and everything. He got the experience and, um, you know, just adding more depth to the secondary and somebody that I could just, you know, learn from and, and play with. So I'm, I'm happy. Um, how big is this to see this many kids out here participating in AJ's uh, event? Oh, man, it's pretty dope. It look like a college track. Uh -huh. <laughs> people, they got they got a lot of people in the stands, man. A lot of uh, schools, so it's kind of dope that you know he he's doing this because he's a football player. But he, you also know how important you know other sports are mm -hmm. for football players. And I always tell I always tell football players while you're in high school, man, please run track, mm -hmm. please run track. It'll help you out in football, and I'm pretty sure that's a, a thing that helped AJ out uh, while he was in high school, and also helped me out when I was in high school. What, uh, what were your events in high school? I did the one, the two, triple jump, uh, long jump, and both relays. That's a full day. Oh, man, <laughs> full, 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 full day, man. Yeah. And uh, what do you say to the kids who are out here competing, how track and field can help them with, uh, you know, maybe their discipline in this classroom and uh, help them athletically also? 
Man, I, I think I think it's definitely important, man. Like I said earlier, uh, I always tell my little cousins, all my people back home, like, hey, man, you gotta get on the track. Get on the track. Get on the track. It's gonna help you out. It's gonna help you out in every, literally every sport, from jumping to running. You know, obviously you want to be as fast as you can on the football field. And I remember uh, my sophomore year, my first year that I actually ran. Uh, my next year, going into my junior year, I was lights out mm -hmm. 10 times better than I was uh -huh. the year before because I was so much faster I had better mechanics nobody would catch me when I break mm -hmm. all different type of things so uh, that, that's a, a thing I would tell a lot of these kids uh, to run track Mm -hmm. And uh, how are you doing health-wise after last year? Was that a pec surgery? Yeah, a pec surgery. But I'm doing good, man. I'm getting a lot better. Um, you know, hopefully, you know, by OTAs and camp, I'll be 100%. Uh, but I'm getting there. Everything is going in the right direction. And, and uh, you know, last year, everything was looking good, and you got hurt, and Ram went down, and uh, you know, who are y'all hoping to put things back together for for the new defense, new defensive coordinator? Yeah, man. At the time, I thought I was playing, you know, some solid ball, some really good ball at the time. Uh, but obviously, uh, it's a new year, so uh, so far the team is doing a good job in free agency signing some key pieces. So hopefully, uh, as a team, as a defense, we can be a lot better than what we were. We got new DC. And a lot of new things going on, so hopefully, you know, that thing turns out to go in the right direction for us. Yeah, we talked to Jesse the other day. He said y'all did a good job recruiting him. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Jesse, that's my guy, man. Uh, we actually got the same agent. Uh -huh. uh, before we signed, we probably seen him like a month, a month before that. Mm -hmm. We definitely were trying to recruit him. <laughs> it, 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 it worked, so, uh, man, we're happy to have him here. He's one of the one of the top safeties in this league, and to have them on your team, they're actually going to make your team and your defense a lot better. How's this track meet for um, AJ and seeing such a big community turnout for him? Man, it's actually impressive. It's my, actually my first time just uh, coming to a player-hosted track meet, so uh, it's good to see the kids out, um, the talent that's out here, and I think it's good for his name and surrounding you know his community. Yeah, and um, uh, you know, did you run track in high school? What are some of the benefits that you know the kids can get from running track? That, uh, I, from a football player perspective. Yeah, I mean, I, I personally uh, played baseball in the spring, okay, so yeah. mm -hmm. uh, I did a lot of AAU. But I mean, track, you know, I, I think it translates to all sports. You know, as far as you know, helping speed, endurance, or whatever that has to do with conditioning. So um, track all around is, is beneficial for any type of athlete. And uh, as far as you with the team, uh, how big of our season is it for you? I know they, uh, you know, bringing, you know. Sign you and got you up a little bit, then you had an injury, I believe. But. Yeah, yeah, sir. Uh, I um, just had like a little minor setback at the end of the season, but you know, right now I'm just you know preparing to get healthy and uh, you know, doing what I need to do as far as conditioning, making sure I come in the season, uh, doing what I need to do for the team, help us be successful. Mm -hmm. Um, and uh, getting Jesse Bates for the secondary, uh, you know, what are some of the things he might bring to, to it and at your position? How that you got to compete with the rest of the guys now? Man, I feel like it's gonna be. Honestly, I think it'll be really good, you know, um, and another, you know, vet in the room with Casey. Mm -hmm. um, so j just, you know, the more knowledge in the room, it can help the, you know, the other guys. So I think it's going to be very beneficial for the whole room and the team as well. All right. I know it's been busy for you guys because it's been busy for us here, too. And uh, 
We got the pro day still. We are in March. We got the owners meeting next week. So we'll hear from Coach Arthur Smith on Tuesday uh, morning from Phoenix. Uh, Roger Goodell Tuesday afternoon. We'll pick out an AFC coach. You know, I'm thinking Jets because all the Aaron Rodgers stuff's going on. Uh, or, or Titans is always a good one because uh, Vrabel and Coach Smith are, are tight. But, yeah, so we'll do an AFC uh, on Monday, uh, Coach Smith on Tuesday, Goodell on Tuesday, and then we'll see if Arthur Blank's going to be available uh, at some point, too, out there in Phoenix for our coverage next week. So look forward to that. But let's keep track of the free agency period. And uh, we have this. I need to put it in a single file, but it's on the bottom of the Mike Hughes story because that was the last one there. But it's our Falcons free agency tracker. Here's an easy way to keep track of the moves. Uh, Extend it. Chris Lindstrom and Caleb McGarry. I don't have to do the numbers. Y'all know them. Five years, 105. Three years, 34.5. Uh, Trey, Johnu Smith from the Patriots for a seventh-round pick. It's basically Dean Marlowe for a tight end that's going to you know, maybe help the offense. The new free agents, Jesse Bates, David Oyamata, Caden Ellis, Taylor Heineke, and then linebacker Tay Davis. All right. And uh, Mac Hollis, wide receiver. Uh, my guys played with uh, his dad, Rich Hollins, at uh, West Virginia. Jonathan Hollifield, former Cincinnati Bingo. And uh, Gary Blue Mullins, Detroit Wheels legend in the Arena Football League. They, uh, His dad, Rich Hollins, and Blue split uh, time uh, up at uh, – West Virginia for the Mounties. My buddy uh, Hollifield was tailback. All right. So he was like, let uh, let Mac know that uh, we played with his dad. Uh, returning Falcons, Bradley Pinion. Got a nice three-year, 865, 8.65 million. Fullback Keith Smith resigned. Lorenzo Carter, two years, 9 million. Long snapper, Liam McCullum. Tight end Parker Hesse, and then cornerback Cornell Armstrong. Cornell, who finished the season as um, the starting right cornerback. So Casey was out. Darren Hall couldn't hold it down. Uh, and Cornell Armstrong, they really like him. He a uh, former draftee of the uh, Dolphins and kind of came up the hard side of the NFL, but uh, they like him here in Atlanta right now. Uh, lost players, Isaiah Oliver moved on to the 49ers. Uh, Mike Ford, special teamer, moved on to the Browns. Now, here are the Falcons that are still available. And um, some could return. It's just uh, they're probably, um, it was described to me, some guys are, are letting the market hit them in the face. <laughs> and, uh, you know, they thought they were going to get the free agency and there was going to be a lot of teams and a lot of money coming their way. And now that they're, they're not, uh, you know, they, they might have to come back at, um, you know, a reduced deal and so forth. Uh, so that's called letting the market hit them in the face. You know, and they blame the um, the agents on it. That's like the agents have been overselling these guys. And, and then that's why so many players switch agents because the agents overpromise. And so we're seeing some of that here. And then the other part is, hey, you know, you're, you're trying to make your roster better. Uh, you know, these guys were on a 7-10 and 10 team, so that might explain why they're still available. And our still available list is kind of long. 
And we're going to go through it and um, get on out of here today. Rashawn Evans, linebacker. Alameda Sakias, wide receiver. Eric Harris, safety. Demir Bird, receiver. German Afedi, might have been his last stop. Tackle. Anthony Fersker, tight end. Elijah Wilkerson, who started last year. Uh, Vincent Taylor. Bo Brinkley, long. Vincent Taylor, uh, defensive tackle. Uh, Bo Brinkley. Long snapper, Carrell Hodge, a little surprised here. Uh, he still may make it back. Uh, big time, uh, 300 play special teams guy, uh, 259 exactly. Uh, Nick Kawakowski, uh, McCole Pruitt, a little surprised here. He was very productive down the stretch. Uh, Jalen Johnson, Kobe Gass uh, defensive tackle, Kobe Gassett, guard, Matt Dickerson, DN, Chuma Odoga, uh, guard, tackle. USC, McKeecher High, and Rashad Fenton. So, that's our podcast for this week, and our title was How the Falcons Free Agency Pieces Fit. I think we did a good job of covering that. You got Oyamata up front. You got Ellis, a kind of search-and-destroy linebacker. Jesse Bates, a kind of search-and-destroy safety. Uh, you got your backup quarterback who started in the NFL, who started a playoff game. Something happens to Ritter, he can go in there. Ritter goes off the rails, he can go in there. Uh, he's done it um, for for uh, Washington for, you know, last three years. Alex Smith, Rasmus Patrick, Carson Wentz. So he's ready to go if you need him, and uh, that's a good pickup. And then A.J. Terrell and Casey Hayward and Javante Moffitt stopped by. And we gave you the whole uh, free agency tracker here at the Bowtie Chronicles podcast. So with that, we're going to get out of here, and we'll be back next week from the owners' meeting in Phoenix. We'll hear from Coach Arthur Smith, who has not talked since the end of the season. So we'll get his thoughts on free agency. Uh, we'll try to get a mailbag going so y'all could uh, give me some questions to ask him. Uh, before or you know uh, or doing the show next week but um yeah it's uh you know it's the off season but it's not off we're still rolling right here on the bowtie chronicles podcast uh we got march here we get past this owners meeting and then we'll start um we we've already started but we'll plan out our position by position coverage uh gabe burns is going to florida's pro day for anthony richardson we're looking forward to that um so uh it's gonna be uh busy for our football people here at the bowtie chronicles podcast and on ajc.com we thank you for subscribing and we appreciate uh, uh all of the listeners and we hope you take advantage of that special deal and special offer we have for you so with that, we're going to ask you to take care of yourself and have a great rest of your week. In Atlanta, one voice has stood out for over four decades. An AJC original, The Monica Pearson Show. Let's talk about how you got to ESPN. Revealing interviews. You are known as America's doctor, but I want to know who you were before that. When you have a different name, you have different color skin, it can be tough. With Atlanta's most famous faces as you've never seen them before. I'm telling my story. This is the American dream. The Monica Pearson Show, streaming now on AJC.com. Hip-hop is a product of black people. It's a product of black song. 
and celebration. The Atlanta Journal-Constitution presents Hip-Hop's most pulled elements are pulled from the South. A Southern hip-hop store. We always go back to that moment of the Source Awards. Everybody wants a rhythm, but they don't want your blues. The biggest names in hip-hop. Atlanta is still the mecca for hip-hop. 50 years. No one can deny. One film. The power of the South now. The South got something to say. Streaming now at AJC.com slash hip-hop.